0: So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. while well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... Uh, A dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word, My Two Cents. is spelled numerically, dollar sign, zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. What up y'all, it's your man, Ernest, you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode, the Ernest Thoughts Podcast, so if you hear that, I'll have the music clean in the background this episode, but if you hear, if the heat is still loud enough to, to protrude on the microphone, um, then just know it's the heat, you know, it's 27 degrees out here, it's snowing, Charlotte, North Carolina, yeah, I thought I escaped this when I left, but apparently not, and uh, I'm gonna have the heat on, so there's that. So, this first topic here, I wanted to talk about um, housing vouchers, and something I found out, you know, while I was doing some apartment searching, searching for, you know, a place to stay, you know, a whole place to call home, essentially. If you want to know what happened and everything, listen to last week's episode, but you're listening to a homeless podcaster right now, so again, listen to last week's episode, you get the spew on my living situation now, if I, I will update y'all on some, um, apparently, uh, fingers crossed, I should be having my own apartment come this weekend, anyways. So, this motel staying should not be long, but at the same time, uh, I'm still waiting on a call from the actual Pete. I signed the lease the other day. Um, so, what I saw from after signing the lease was I was told that I would get a call back about everything else. So, I'm still waiting on said call. So, if you're just wondering about a quick update, that's the only update i could give to y'all as of now for this one apartment i'll give you more updates in the future of course um appreciate those who may have been concerned or whatever the case is um but i'm here and i'm still surviving and as i stated last week the show must go on and the show will go on so with that being said i was applying to some apartments and this happened you know um this was weeks ago. This was weeks before I ended up leaving the place I was staying at when I first moved here. And one of the one of the apartments, I'm not going to say the name. I also don't remember which which apartment it was. But nonetheless, one of the apartments, um, as I'm applying at the bottom of one of the pages, said, uh, you know, click this botch if you, you have... Uh, LGBT voucher or something of that nature, right? Um, a housing voucher for if you're someone of the LGBT community, right? And it got me to thinking, wow, that's a cool thing that there, this is one. That's that's cool that there, LGBT housing vouchers are an actual thing. But then I started to think because you know I'm black first, <laughs> always. No matter whatever identification that I, you know, will put myself in or whatever the case is, although there's not really much, I'm black first, you know, B1. So I started to think, well, are there any black vouchers? Like, could I get, could I have gotten a voucher for this apartment or any other apartment for that matter? Any other housing program, whatever for that matter? For simply being a black American here in the United States you know the same country that years 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 ago said that they owed a debt to black folks and therefore we're going to rectify the debt because of slavery would I an American descendant of slavery get a housing voucher so me being me, you know, instead of just simply asking these questions on Twitter or asking these questions on social media and hoping for a response, I went to the search engine that I use that I'm not going to say because they don't sponsor me and no free shout outs for anybody, especially at a dire need like this when I need a place to stay. So <laughs> I went to the search engine and I looked up said information. So, I got two tabs currently open right now. And I did, I, I did this research before, but, you know, I still got two tabs open right now. One tab, there is a list of all G, all the LGBT housing resources. Um, such as vouchers, programs, and things of that nature, right? Um, even Hood, you know, the housing of urban development. They have, in their own... You know, sector they have one specific, uh, I guess, team or so, or just program for LGBT Americans, you know, LGBT people, and and essentially looking for a house, right? And again, these are good things. Um, but what about black folks? What about black Americans? I have another tab open where I specifically type in African American housing vouchers and I found nothing nothing but articles pretty much proving that housing discrimination does and indeed still happen to black Americans till this day I haven't read any articles but just, just just to read the title of some of these articles that I'm gonna click on hell I might even leave some of the stuff in the description box below for you to read up on it for yourself if you want to but if you want to know if you want to see what i'm seeing for yourself possibly you can have two tabs open on your favorite search engine one tab i have lgbt lgbt housing voucher programs i type that in and there's an entire list and this is only on page one by the way there's an there's a list of where where someone of the lgbtqia community can go how they can apply this that and the third and like i said hood has hood or hud however you want to pronounce it they have their own on their website you can actually look up the said information and then like i stated in another tab i typed in african-american housing vouchers and found nothing about articles like this one written in 2021 by alicia Mazzara. Expanding housing vouchers will cut poverty and reduce racial disparities. Again, not going to read the article, but there's articles such as this that I am assuming are touching on it because I'm assuming based off the title, by the way. But I'm assuming touch on the aspect that black Americans are still racially discriminated against within housing. Uh, w- within the housing crisis here in the United States and how should, how, how we be able to change that. How to take a sip of water real quick. There is one program though for those who are like there are programs for black people Yeah there There's one program that I see that says African Americans african-american grants and assistant programs let me click on this link i don't know why i turned off the heat i meant to turn it back up this heat here sucks so i'm looking through this link that i that that i that i clicked and just a breeze through again i'm just breezing through i am not reading through anything so it could be possible that i missed something all I see here is pretty much stuff like WIC, um, things, uh, programs like paying for rent, rent-assistant program type things, uh, unemployment aid, you know, things that, uh, student, student loan debt aid, things that don't specifically just affect African-Americans here in the United States. Now, before anybody, and I was gonna start with this, but I'm gonna say it now anyways. Before anybody tries to get on their high horse and say some shit, like you're only talking about this because you want to undermine the LGBTQIA community because you want to be queerphobic, homophobic, transphobic, whatever the case is, and you're using this idea, you're, you're, you're masking your homophobia with trying to accuse these housing programs or accuse the United States of being racist. When you're actually being homophobic and they're not being, and the United States isn't racist because there are programs for African Americans, you know? Before anybody tries to say some dumb shit like that, as I stated before, I think it's a wonderful thing that the LGBTQIA community has programs. I think it's a wonderful thing that anybody, whether you're gay, straight, or bisexual, trans, or not, can go on. A, the internet and search up LGBT housing voucher programs and find just on the first page alone find a list full of of programs and now I'm clicking on page two and then there's more you know there's LGBT youth safe spaces uh, there's links to things there's again hood links uh, all this other stuff they even have hotel vouchers in san diego for the lgbtq community community trans assistant programs in virginia definitely again these things are wonderful and again i'm looking at page two of this search engine so i think these things are wonderful i think these things should stay if anybody try to argue that we should get rid of them because there isn't something specifically for black folks I think that would be a little too extreme simply because other other groups of individuals have something and black folks don't specifically have something that for ourselves does it not mean that I believe that other people should not other marginalized groups, let me put it that way. Other marginalized groups, other other marginalized people should not be able to have the you know the opportunities that i want black people to have it just simply means i am going to shine a light on the simple fact that hey you we have programs for this group because they are being discriminated against right because of a difference well black people have been discriminated against for centuries because of a difference but where is our exclusive thing and again understand people are gonna I already know people are gonna uh argue things like 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 uh welfare programs things like affirmative action and you know HUD programs and just like I said WIC and 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 you know these grants and all this stuff oh they are you know there are things for black people we have those opportunities but as I mentioned before black people black students aren't the only students or just people in general who have student debt in the United States black people aren't the only people who are discriminated from getting jobs in fact when you look at the studies still the leading factor of the, 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 the people who benefited more from affirmative action were white women white women not black women white women not black men white women so for those who are going to try to say things like oh affirmative action happened that was for black folks for those who are going to try to say things like oh there's programs like WIC," and and again if you were to look at the leading number of who are who's the people on these programs it's white folks Now, I'm not saying that as a bad, well, the affirmative action thing, eh, that's debatable. But, you know, the the welfare programs, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have other people on these programs. All I'm asking for is something specifically for ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery, Foundational Black Americans, African Americans however you wanna call us. These programs that the LGBT community has, the Chinese, the Asian American community has, you know, programs specifically for women, you know, low-income women, or just specific programs. It's, it, it, nobody seems to have an issue when we're very specific about other groups but when we're very specific about helping out black Americans, it becomes a problem. Everybody has a reason as to why everybody got an excuse. Let me put not even say reason because these are not good reasons at all. Everybody has an excuse as to why it cannot be. But if I were to say, well then, Let's take away the programs for the LGBT community. I don't care about all the homeless uh, trans women out there selling their bodies to make a living, to make way. Fuck them. Because there ain't no black people. Because black people out here, you know, being homeless too. And if we don't get programs, they don't have programs. If I were to say all that shit, I'd be wrong. And I would be wrong but nobody has that same mindset when it comes to black folks and again like i said i think it's wonderful that the that other especially the lgbtqia plus community has programs like this to help uh programs vouchers and things of that nature to help uh support them and and make sure that they're not being discriminated against but also make sure that they Uh, receive the same opportunity as anybody else and they should not be discriminated against because of uh, their sexuality or who they are in general neither should black folks though neither should black Americans and anybody who cannot see where myself and other people who make these arguments are coming from? If you still can't see why we make these statements, then it's either a few things. It could be a few things. It could be maybe maybe we're not we, we should be we could be more clear in our approach. You know I don't I don't I don't claim to be the best at explaining things. I do my best, but maybe I'm messing up. I think I'm being very clear right now but I'm the one saying these things so obviously I understand what I'm saying you know I think I'm being very clear though I think my it's clear as day that I'm saying all I'm arguing is African Americans black folks black Americans American descendants of slaves again any of that nature you want to call us. As, as long as you're talking about the same group of individuals that I'm talking about. We deserve these housing vouchers too. These pro housing voucher programs too. And for those guys... Well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What I'm going to do about it is make sure that... I get more educated on you know how to get these programs started how to fund these programs and uh start something on my own hell i might even do something where it's specifically for the black lgbtqia community <laughs> here's that so for those who are gonna say oh you you just want you you just want to combat back the queer community no. No, nope, because there are black folks in the LGBTQ community as well. But again, even if there are folks within that community, there's still something specific for that community. The Asian community get things, has things specific for them. So again, if other groups can have specific things for them and you're okay with it, Mr. or Mrs. Liberal, you should be perfectly fine with me or anybody else saying, okay, black Americans deserve a specific program uh, that is of the same nature of this other program that you support because if you don't support it like I said it, maybe it could be me not not uh, explaining it right but it could also mean you're a fucking racist like many liberals are that your anti-blackness tends to show whenever somebody black brings up something that is the advancement or fair treatment or equal treatment for black Americans, so that's all I had to say about this. I didn't want to spend too much time on it, I wanted to just bring that information up that I found to be very interesting. And uh, I had to say, I had to say something about it again. This is not me ranting, this is not the podcast for other podcasters or other people in general. They're they are probably gonna you know, bring up the fact that there's LGBT housing vouchers and try to mask their homophobia with, well, I don't think it's fair. Then we should have this, we should have that. But that's not not what's happening over here, you know? Um, But I plan to do something about this. This is not something that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, Well, if I run into, if I just, if I'm blessed (laughs) with, you know, a lot of money, then uh, this is something I can make happen soon. But, you know, I'll be looking out for programs like this. I'll be looking out for people who who have programs like this or, you know, supportive programs like this. Um, And like this, meaning programs specifically for black Americans, like I stated housing programs especially for black Americans Um, I'm not going to be foolish enough to think that if I were to start one or if someone else already has one that I or nor they would not be met with a a type of backlash because that's what happens when black folks try to start our own thing like specifically for us history has already shown that's the case Um, and the present day has already shown that's the case as well so I'm not gonna be foolish enough. People are gonna say things like, Well why not you just study? Instead of talking it better than the podcast, how about you study it? When people don't understand that every idea starts with a fucking conversation. Well it starts with a thought first and then you you, you 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 express that via words, right? Whether it be a conversation, whether it be, you know, you saying using your words, that's where it all starts obviously right but even those people who make comments like that they don't really want you to succeed they just don't want to flat out come out and straight up admit that they're a hater that they're racist that they're anti-black that they don't want to see the advancement of black people That they're jealous of black folks. A lot of this shit comes down to jealousy, but that's for a future episode, for a future topic for a future episode. We got more of the Ernest Thoughts podcast to talk about, so stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music while well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a uh, A dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word, My Two Cents. is spelled numerically, dollar sign, zero dot zero 0.02 podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Alright, so this next topic, you know, since we're on the, the discussion of, I guess, wealth here, the old wealth inequality here in America, um, I wanted to share my thoughts on cryptocurrency, um, like my actual this thoughts about cryptocurrencies, right? Uh, this is not backed by any, I guess... Substantive Financial Whatever, oh yeah, this is I also gotta start off by saying This, is this. what I say here Is not financial advice um, Just to get all the legalities Out the way, just in case people Listen to what I say here And then Make whatever decisions they made You are a grown adult Whatever decision you make Based off of what I say here one i'm flattered that you you take my word and you you trust them that way but it's not financial advice i still would say even if you're someone who is you know more knowledgeable about crypto than i am or uh, a lot more interested in it or this that and the third or you've been had an interest in it and you just wanted me to talk about it but you never reached out or whatever the case is all right do your own research make your own mind up and that's all i'm gonna say that's the only thing i'm gonna tell you to do as far as with cryptocurrency and just all of the other things in general do your own research and make your own mind up that's the only bit of advice or thing that i'm giving you to telling you that you that are must-dos right everything else applies to me and my thoughts only So, this is my thoughts, or these are my thoughts on cryptocurrency. So, at first, I was, like with everything new, (laughs) I was skeptical about it, right? Um, I'll detail y'all my first experience with cryptocurrency as someone who could have bought it when it was like, like five cents maybe or 25 cents per 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 you know bitcoin or whatever right when it was just worth so little very little and i could have gotten in on it early and i didn't because i was skeptical of it right so i'm always looking for ways to make money online i've always did so um ever since i started using the internet as a teenager right like was able to use the internet by myself, let me put it that way, without having, you know, my mom or somebody, an adult in the room, looming over my shoulder, making sure that I wasn't going on some porn sites or some shit, right? So, when I was able to actually use the internet on my own, because I have my own laptop and everything, uh, I wasn't, well, I mean, I was looking at porn, but <laughs> that wasn't the 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 majority of my time on the internet legit the majority of my time was spent looking up music videos but also looking up ways to make money online and of course being on social media as well because I wasn't some super advanced teen or whatever uh, young adult teen I mean you can say well you're looking for ways to make money online yeah because i fucking love money it it had nothing to do with uh, or very little to do with me trying to build wealth at a young age and i just want to be the richest teenager ever that would have been great but i'm telling you it was just i don't want to work but i gotta make money so let me find out how to make money online so i found this website called neo bucks now i still use this website And they're not paying me to advertise them. But I'm just detailing you my story. I found this website called Neo Bucks. um, And it is pretty much a paid to click website. A PTC website. PTC, paid to click. What that pretty much means is you have certain websites. Whether they be uh, survey websites. Whether they be just there's other types of of you know ways of making money online what that means is pretty much they'll have these ads and you click on these ads right and they usually run for a few seconds you know maybe 10 seconds maybe even more right and you click these ads and you get a couple cents for them um well a fraction of a cent let me put it that way uh ultimately they oh they build up to more you know cents and things of that nature uh more money but the more you do them of course really depends on how much money you can make on this site that i'm talking about you can also take surveys you there's offers you can do um as well i didn't do everything and i still don't You do everything on the site that is that one can do because it's very time consuming and i don't have that much time as an adult as i did as a teenager just to sit on Bucks all day and watch music videos while pe- clicking on these ads or whatever the case may be right i, I just don't have that time as an adult and i honestly don't want to have that much i mean i want to have that time but i don't want to spend my time doing that to be honest with you for me to make money so i i was on there right and i would see things like this was again this was back when cryptocurrency was first starting it started with bitcoin um and i will see things about you know oh this is going to be the new economy this is how people are going to get super rich this that and the third bitcoin and all you need is to sign up here and invest five cents (laughs) you know 25 cents 15 cents 10 cents here's how you can get all this for as low as this amount of money right now I've been using Bucks for a long, 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 long time, people. So much so that when I first initially used it, my point was to amass as much money as I could with the website um, by simply, again, viewing these ads, doing the other various things that... Uh, the site allows you to do. I ended up making, I want to say, about five hundred dollars. Kid you not. Uh, my goal was to get like a thousand, and then cash out. But I ended up making about like five hundred dollars on 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 Neobucks. That's how long I've been using it. That's how much I was using it kid you not i could have taken half of that i could have taken all of that and invested in bitcoin and be maybe a bitcoin trillionaire <laughs> right now in 2022 kid you not i could have done that but i didn't there's many like there's many times in life in my life and i will detail those moments And I have detailed those moments, but I'll continue to detail those moments here on the podcast where I have fumbled the bag. Literally have fumbled the bag. Not invested in Bitcoin when it was five cents per pound (laughs) was, you know, one of those times where I fumbled a bag. Um... You know, I, I, I'm someone that's like, everything happens for a reason. And maybe that wasn't my time. But goddamn, I ain't gonna lie. If I had a time machine, I would go back to that time when I had $500 in my Neo Bucks account. And Bitcoin was $0.05 cents per, per coin. I would have invested at in least half of that at least have kept the other 250 and put that you know and like use that as actual fiat cash like fiat bank because i remember cashing out that money and taking it all in cash as in paypal um i believe it was paypal or one of those sites right but i use fiat money i didn't use you know i used the american currency the usd basically i didn't use i didn't cash it out in any other form of currency i used that money and i believe i cashed out because um i was in dire need of something right um, my family was going through something i was going through and that meant i was going through something as well and i think that we really needed the money uh whatever now my parents did this or my mom especially did this great thing where she would yeah it wasn't like we didn't fall on hard times but they knew how to bounce back but i guess to stress the importance of money and stress the importance of just having your shit together they made it seem as though we weren't we weren't like i'm going to bounce back from this situation so i was like again i I'm a teenager obviously I didn't want to end up fucked up you know fearing that I'd be homeless and then well I'm homeless now as an adult but um, fearing you know the worst or whatever so I said you know what I'm gonna have to say to hell with this goal of making a thousand dollars or more on Bucks. let me cash out right now so I cashed out got the money all 500 of them things and I think I used about like 230 something close to 300 um, to help out with, with whatever finances that my family was having at the time it wasn't very clear because again I probably was clear I just don't remember but from what I remember it you know, the the issue was not you know if it did persist it wasn't let it it, it didn't i wasn't aware of it right maybe because i was in my own world as a selfish teenager but also maybe because the the problem stopped you know and this was years 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 ago again um so that was under my you know that that was my impression of what was happening with it uh and i probably now that i think about it I probably wasn't a team i just probably felt that way because i was still living at home uh, this was this could have been probably like 13 years ago or so right 13 years ago so i was only 20 was 30 minus 13 that's how old i was i you do the math but uh um so either or it was still something where i felt as though I needed to help out. So maybe people are going to listen and you're like, well, you gave up the chance to become a, a crypto billionaire, trillionaire to help out your family. And, you know, cryptocurrency wouldn't have wouldn't have helped out or whatever, because your, your family needed that money now and that, you know, 13 years later when you're a trillionaire and stuff. But think about it think about now my mom's no longer with us right but think about the if i were to have those trillions of billions and millions of dollars right now because of the 500 dollars i invested in bitcoin back then think about how much money i'd have now to be able to help out my family hell you think i'd be homeless now staying in a fucking motel right now if I had those millions and billions and shit of, uh, that I made, no, I wouldn't. No, I would not. But that was my introduction to cryptocurrency, right? But there was a time where I, it, it wasn't until later on in life, actually, later on, like as in recently, where I realized, damn, I could have gotten in on this a long time ago. Because before it was like ah, uh, it was a fly by night type thing. I'm gonna stick to this good old good good old American dollar, right? How foolish of me to think that, right? So it wasn't until later that then I realized, damn, I could have gotten in on this shit. I could have been five hundred dollars. I need someone to do the math on me. Five hundred dollars thir- thirteen years ago in a cri- in a Bitcoin investment. How much money would I have had now, in 2022, had I put that $500 that I made on neo bucks toward cryptocurrency, toward Bitcoin? I'm just really... I, I'm probably going to try to do the math right after I finish recording this uh, episode. But I'm just curious as to how much... In fact, probably after this segment, just so I could... <laughs> just so I could cry the last segment before I talk about the last segment. Cry for a bit on air and, and, and and you know, regret that decision. But as I stated before, my feelings of cryptocurrency haven't always been positive, right? It started off with, ah, this was, this was, man, this was a scam. This was, this is not gonna last. Like, I don't believe this thing. How's it real? How, am I gonna carry around this golden bee and, and say here here's one golden bee sir Can now can I have a slice of pizza like th- that, those were the thoughts going through my little young mind right my young early 20s maybe late teen mind was how the hell would I buy pizza with this shit you know so there was an event that happened in 2019 where I foolishly and yes I foolishly fell for a grandma type scam What I'm saying by a grandma-type scam, a scam that your grandma will will fall for, right? I did it. I'm not a grandma, and I fell for it. So, but I fell for a grandma-type scam, right? Um, And pretty much, I ended up investing, in quotation marks, $2,000 in Bitcoin, to someone else, not myself. Someone else, with no intent in trying to get into Bitcoin. The intent was to follow who I thought was, um, you know, the police or the the law, or whatever. To follow their instructions in doing whatever I needed to do, right? Um. <laughs> Do I want to tell the story? I think I have. Uh, part of me don't want to tell the story because I'm a, I'm embarrassed. I'm still embarrassed about it, to be honest with you. Because it happened in 2019, like I stated. Uh, maybe one of these days when I become an actual crypto millionaire, right, billionaire or so, or if I'm doing very well off because crypto because fuck fiat, fuck the US dollar. Yeah, that's right. Um then maybe I could go back and laugh about that story, but I still feel, and I'm still hurt about it because I'm not a grandma, but even if I was a grandma, I'd still be hurt, but at the same time, it's like, I should've known better, you know, in the words of, uh, Monica, right? I should've known better. So, with that being said, I was scammed out of that, and then my entire thought of cryptocurrency which is from 20 i want to say from 2019 of course that when that moment happened to a big part of 2020 if not all of 2020 i was all fuck cryptocurrency this is all a scam it's it's made by some indian gupta ass scammers who just want to scam people. It's made from Chinese scammers. It's made from all these other types of people. I was being very, 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 very xenophobic. Very racist. Very judgmental of everybody else. Uh, of these other countries. And saying these motherfuckers are just using it to scam people. Uh, and and Americans were using it to scam other people as well. I wasn't just cursing Indians and shit. But... Um, Yeah, I was I was so anti cryptocurrency, you know, Uh, like super fuck this shit. You know, it's all a scam and, you know, people just it's just a way for people to try to get over on motherfuckers and shit Um, because I was hurt. I was hurt by somebody like that, that, especially going into the pandemic where that extra $2,000 that I lost, um, and let me tell you, that was my last $2,000 in my savings, by the way. I had just quit a job um, prior to that, a job that I absolutely hated. Um, So that was the last $2,000 that I had saved up. And it wasn't like the job paid well anyways, but... The job went on strike for some time, and then we came back uh, for, you know, a few, a few, probably like a month or two. So I wasn't getting paid. It, it, It was, I was eating through savings because we went on strike. And then we came back from strike, and then, like, maybe two months later, I end up quitting. And then this shit happens, and then the pandemic happens. And then 2020, boom, that happened, right? So it was like a spiral of unfortunate events kept happening for me. And then that made me very miserable and angry. And I didn't blame cryptocurrency for all of it. But I just blamed the fact that it was a thing to where I was able to get scammed in the first place. Again, this is my last $2,000. And it all just went away because of somebody who was an Indian crypto scammer. So, again, my feelings were just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm never gonna deal with it because of this one situation. It wasn't until recently, 2021, where I started to do my own research. And I started to have my own positive experiences with cryptocurrency. Now, I'm not no... Obviously, I'm not no trillionaire, billionaire now. I mean, what... uh, Unless they choose to, I'm saying if I were a billionaire, trillionaire of any sort, right? Millionaire of any sort. Whether it be U.S. dollars or cryptocurrency. I would not be choosing to live in crappy ass motels or motels in general hotels motels no i'd get a place to stay where the heating system doesn't need to be pressed every five seconds because it goes from heat to ac and it's fucking cold outside right i wouldn't need i wouldn't choose to do that so don't assume that the money that i have now in, you know bitcoin and whatever cryptocurrency that i have now um Now, we can talk privately about, you know, these things and how I'm getting this money and stuff and all this other stuff. We can talk privately about it because I actually have a YouTube channel dedicated to still making money online. That's still a hobby of mine, by the way, people. It wasn't like, yeah, I still work. I still make money, you know, other ways as well. Um, As you can see, the merch line in the description box below selling clothes, but also just just you know with my book as well. Uh, there are various ways of income that I'm trying to that I do have, but I'm trying to obviously have them be my main source other than working outside, right? Outside the home, we put it that way. But my thoughts have changed upon my own research. My thoughts have changed because that one incident where I, and I'm not blaming myself, but again, it could have been avoidable because at first, when I first got the call, I was doubtful of it, right? But then I just fell for it. You know, it happens, right? Uh, but and because of this one incident that I've learned from, that I'm, a, I'm still embarrassed to talk about, but I... <laughs> But I learned from it, right? I learned what to look out for. I learned what, you know, how to maneuver things and stuff. I also do not invest my own money into cryptocurrency. Now, again, this is not financial advice. I'm not telling you to do what I do. Because what I do is what I call the slow grind. Right? It's, I think the quickest way Even in the stock market, right? Um, I don't really do deal with the stock market anymore. I'll probably detail that in a future episode. Uh, But I don't. I sold all my stocks. uh, I want to say last month, actually. I want to say last month. I think I sold all my stocks last month. I didn't really make anything back, to be honest with you but to be honest with you again i also didn't put much into those stocks so from what i'm told the stock market works is you you get out what you put in like stephen a smith said right well you you're supposed to get out what you put in um, meaning if you put in a lot you'll get a lot if you put in a little you'll get a little right um but i'll detail all of that in the future but pretty much how it works how how crypto is similar to investing Investing in cryptocurrencies is, is similar to investing in the stock market again not financial advice not a financial speaker planner whatever I would love to have one as a guest on here if they were if they wanted to come on in fact one of the guests that I was going to interview said he wanted to share his thoughts on cryptocurrency he was someone who a black man who lived in China or lives in china lived in china whatever the case is he wanted to share his thoughts on cryptocurrency as well and i wanted to obviously have him on the show but he was that guest that was super flaky that was always you know i'm gonna come on this day and then the like the day before you know it would, we would record the episode something would come up right so if he's still interested i'd love to have him but i'm not chasing guests i don't chase guests people i i would reach out to people and they reach out to me if they don't respond back if nothing happens nothing happens but if if something happens then obviously something will happen with that being said i would love to talk to anybody whether they especially someone an expert in this field even if someone got something negative to say about it um now, it uh, depending on who they are, because it might just be propaganda, but <laughs> I'm willing to have that conversation is what I'm saying. Um, I'm willing to have someone a lot more knowledgeable than I am to talk about this situation, to talk about cryptocurrency. But when I say this, again, do your own research and then make your own mind up. That's the only two things that I'm going to tell you that you should do here so to my knowledge investing in cryptocurrency is the same as invested in it's similar not the same but similar to investing in the stock market excuse me alright so you put in a lot of money your return should be a lot but depending on the market it's volatile just like the stock market therefore anything could happen meaning that the uh, the the lot of bit the lot of money that you put in could go down like it could de- de- decrease in value right hell the little bit of money that you put in it's so volatile that it can increase in value that you end up getting more than what you put in you know the, proving stephen a smith to be wrong because you 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 put in a little and you got a lot you know so it's it's one of those situations i like i said i haven't invested any money into it i've invested time in certain websites certain you know apps uh that when you invest this time it is you can you are rewarded with cryptocurrency or you know rewarded with points that you can then transfer into cryptocurrency or even other forms of currency as well. That's what I've done. Again, if you want to know how I'm making this a thing, how I'm even doing it, if you want to see proof, proof of payments, proof of these things, hit me up. I will send you a link to the YouTube channel that I do, that I talk about this stuff. The reason why I don't have it in the description box below uh, is because I don't think it's necessarily relevant to I might I might just put it in the description box below just cuz but I don't think it's necessarily relevant to what I do here at the Ernest Thoughts Podcast, right? Uh, the YouTube channel that I did have down there below, I it's a dead channel. I'm not I don't feel I like posting on there again especially when youtube still um, is restricting me because they don't like the shit that i say um the channel that i used to have posted down there um it was I, I, w- I wanted to do more so live streams this is a side tangent just to let people know but i want to do live streams on that channel uh And just have like live stream type discussions and share my thoughts on things. The last live stream I did was on that channel was literally my thoughts about the uh, presidential debate. But YouTube doesn't like the shit that I say. So they took away my ability to live stream. Right. They claim, oh, you just have a channel warning. You can still do X, Y, and Z. But I can't live stream still um, on that channel. And I'm not going to create a whole new channel just just for all... Nah, it's, it's really not worth the time and all that. Um, and I'm not in the space to do live streams. Maybe if I feel like it was something I really, really wanted to do, I would do it. Um, but it's not. You know, this channel that I'm working on right now, again, go hit me up. Uh, you can send me a message on Instagram if you want to. And just let me know, hey... I listened to this episode and you mentioned that you had a channel where I can learn about, you know, getting cryptocurrency and all this other stuff. It's not just crypto, by the way, people. Yeah, I'm still I I, just because I said fuck the U.S. dollar doesn't mean I'm still not doing things to get the U.S. dollar. I'm still doing things to get the U.S. dollar. I still would like your donations in U.S. dollars. It just means if you want to donate crypto to me, I have a crypto wallet as well. I have a Coinbase wallet. I'm going to start to leave that in the description box below as well because um, why not? Why not? Some people will will probably would rather donate in crypto uh, rather than, you know, cash. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So I'll remember, I'll try to remember to leave that in the description box below uh, so you'd be able to see, uh, you know, my wallet address and you want to send a little sum something there. It works the same way. As with PayPal, any amount is appreciative. I just appreciate the fact that you decided you wanted to donate. So there's that. Um, Now, where was I? My positive thoughts on cryptocurrency. Upon doing my own research, upon my own positive experiences, I decided to change my mind and I was like, you know what? it's not cryptocurrency that is bad now there's still scammers out there and i still want y'all to be aware that there's still some gupta ass scammers out there right that's what i call them guptas right guptas and then you know chinese scammers just any other type of ethnicity scammers american scammers there's still scammers out there um who use this beautiful opportunity to scam people out of you know uh, because of hope right I think cryptocurrency and I'm not saying this is as as a critique of cryptocurrency I'm saying this in a good way but hope can be turned into uh, you know hope can be used to fuck people up you know we've seen that with politics all the time so of course that's going to happen within uh, the financial world as well Hope can be used to really fuck people up and screw people over. Hell. Uh, With that being said, cryptocurrency gives me and it gives a lot of people hope for the future. You know, um, I forget the name. I'm going to look it up because I did this. This is definitely an article I do want to leave in the description box below um, where it talked about how cryptocurrency is going to save black Americans and get black people out of poverty you know, actually out of poverty. Um, and just stumbling a, uh, across that that article and just, again, doing my own research. Like I said, doing my own research. I'm, I'm not going to advise anybody to do their own research and make their own mind up and then not follow my own advice. Because that's exactly what I did. I did my own research and I made my own mind up. And then I decided, you know what, let me not hate on cryptocurrency let me just hate the scammers because i hate scammers in general whether they scamming people out of playstation 5s sneakers cryptocurrency money uh acts of services that they said they were going to do but they're not going to do hell i, I hate scammers who who say they gonna sell pussy <laughs> and you know the uh, uh you know dudes end up paying for you know a service they cash in cash app in or whatever uh you know a prostitute to come by and shoot by i don't know how the the, the game works nowadays or whatever or so uh, i'm guessing so they pay for the service and then the the the, the woman ne- never shows up she never gets to the dude she runs up she runs off with the money i hate i hate that that shit happens to people you know i hate scammers of all types all fields you know it's just what it is But because I hate the scammers doesn't mean that I have to hate the exact thing that they're scamming people out of. You know? uh, It's just fucked up that, you know, when you have an avenue where there is something that can help people out with something, anything, but especially when it's something that can actually take people who've been living in poverty for their entire life and actually get them out of poverty right now i'm not saying everybody who everybody black or everybody in general who invests in cryptocurrency whether it be time or money or both in cryptocurrency is going to become a millionaire i'm not saying that but there are many examples of the average human being going from poverty to not being in poverty anymore to being better off than they once were because of cryptocurrency and because i see the stories i hear the stories i see the examples and all that stuff i read the articles i do the research myself i see the gains that i've personally made i haven't cashed out any investments yet but i've seen the personal gains that i've made and i'm like huh Maybe there is something there. Maybe this is something, if this can happen to Joe Schmo on the other side of the country, this can definitely happen to me. If this happened for this black woman, what makes it, What? what how is it not going to happen for me as a black uh, American here? You know, just stuff like that. That gives me hope and as i stated before the most important thing is that you do your own research and you make your own mind up that's the most important thing i want you to take away from this segment and to take away from just what i talk about in general do your own research and make your own mind up it's this is just my opinion on it um Just to sum up everything, I think that this is a life... This is a game changer. It's a life-changing thing. And I am tired of missing out on... Possibly... Possible... Positive life-changing events... That could change my life for the better. And then sitting back years later and saying... Oh, I had the chance to do so and I didn't because I was scaled." I'm no longer going to do that. Now I'm going to play it safe. I'm not going to be s- stupid about it. Don't get me wrong. There's still a side of me that is skeptical about, you know, dealings and there's a reason why I haven't actually invested money into cryptocurrencies because I'm still skeptical about, you know, well, um how much, you know, I cuz I, cause I, I As much of of the long game, you have to play with this. You kind of have to play with this. I still am like, but you know, this five dollars here, I need it now for whatever the case is. Especially in this, in 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 this in this in this stage of my life right now, you know. Um, But that does not mean that I'm going to stay away from it. That does not mean in the future. I won't actually invest money like US dollars into cryptocurrency. I hope I get be able to do it before they try to make it illegal cuz you see the the games that they're trying to play here. America is mad. America the the system is mad. You know the people in charge, they're mad at this this this, this creation, right? They're mad at uh Satoshi, right? Or uh Whoever invented um, cryptocurrency they're mad at this that that somebody found a way to find a way around capitalism around the fiat dollar around the u.s dollar stranglehold not only on americans but on the rest of the world And then you got other nations who are saying to America, nah, fuck your dollars. We got crypto over here. We're we're doing our own thing over here with this thing. And America's mad because they can't have that stranglehold on those countries anymore. Or they're losing that stranglehold on these countries. These countries aren't going to bow down to America uh, as quickly as they once did prior to this. And that, excites me. That makes me happy to see that if this country can get out, can can build themselves into a financial freedom, why can I not do the same thing with cryptocurrency? Living in a country that is going around financially bullying other nations, poorer nations, So, that stuff is pretty much the big, big, big deal as to why I feel strongly about cryptocurrency. Mostly Bitcoin, you know, not the meme coins or the joke coins and stuff. I don't have money to just be... um, there are there are some altcoins, alternative coins, by the way, that I'll look into. One of them being BAT, Basic Attention Tokens. That's because again, that is one of the coins that I don't really have to spend money and invest in it. I just got to spend time, and it's not necessarily a lot of time because I have this program. Again, when I use the internet, I'm getting, I'm gaining. B-A-T Basic Attention Tokens. You want to know how I do that? Again, send me a message. I, I just might leave the YouTube channel in there. um, You know, description box below. So, people could check it out. I haven't done reviews and thoughts of everything that I've i'm talking about here Uh, but there are some things up there as well and i will uh continue to do more videos on that and i'm also trying to get that one of my goals for uh and i'll probably talk about that next episode if i don't get this interview off um but one of my goals for 2022 is to get 1,000 subscribers at least go that way 1000 subscribers on that youtube channel so it does make sense for me to promote it here and to leave it in the description box below i'm not gonna say that's gonna get me instantly a thousand i have 56 <laughs> subscribers right now so i still have ways to go but the year clearly just started we're still in the month at least from when i am recording this episode we're still in the month of january the first month of the new year therefore i still have 11 more months to go to meet this uh to go to meet this goal Uh, i'm not gonna kill myself or do anything drastic if i don't meet it it just simply means it was a goal that was yet to be met as long as the channel grows as long as this podcast grows as well, of course. As long as I continue on thriving, that's really what I want for my 2022. But obviously, it's always good to have specific goals. But that's pretty much it. Um, I love the fi- the possible financial freedom um, that is is capable because of cryptocurrency people can get upset, people can say you can have that with the USD this, that, and the third Um, but there are other things as well there's restrictions that the USD has that crypto really does not there's just other bullshit things that happen within the US dollar that you don't necessarily as the average Joe, again don't have to deal with because of cryptocurrency why is it that i'm gonna leave off with this question for y'all to answer for yourself or just at least ponder on i'm gonna leave that off and then we'll get into the last topic why is it that during a pandemic the rich got richer and the poor got poorer especially here in america why is it that when we went back to work it wasn't because it was this let's get the american people back to work so they can start making money again so they can hopefully become rich it was because the businesses that needed our labor started to lose money and well they want to get richer again there's a reason why covid people are being forced back into work they're being told not to quarantine for 14 days anymore they're cutting it down to what 10 days hell some jobs might even say well it's just a common code bring your ass in here funny I'll share my thoughts about that in a future episode as well, probably next week. Again, depending on if is this interview falls through or not. But it's just real funny how people who defend the US dollar to the to the death of them look at these situations and they don't see the error in the way of fiat money. The fiat system the banking system and all that they don't see they don't see the clear errors in a way right so you could ponder on that this this uh segment has gone on long enough so we're going to get you i'm gonna hit you with you know a little break sound and then we'll get into the last topic stay tuned all right i'm back with the final topic for this episode uh just like i was saying before i have i would have i was going to do the research on it now i think my math is still kind of off but nonetheless i'd be a millionaire so back in 29 2009 or 2010 really was when bitcoin started to you know when i got wind of it like i said right I could have taken, if I had taken that $500, as I stated, and invested in it at that time, I would have at least $50 million right now. So I'd be a millionaire. I think I'm kind of off with the math. I didn't want to sit in forever and do it because I literally have probably over an hour, but still not a lot of time left before I have to get ready for work. So I didn't want to sit and calculate and all that shit, plus it's math. You know, I'm bad at math, and I hate math. But the very simple math that I was doing upon looking up the research of how much it cost, it was 10 cents at the time. And I said that, I said it was roughly around like 5 to 15 cents at the time, some even 25, but it was 10 cents around that time, right, 13 years ago. And again, had I invested the... 500 dollars, all of it i'd be if i'd be a millionaire right now it's what i'm saying so i'd cry about that but i don't want to wipe away the the not just yet at least i don't want to use my tears to wipe away the uh facial cream that i have on my face right now uh the moisturizing cream that i have on my face right now so uh yeah and yes i'm 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 t- doing this podcast while multitasking other things. Hey, that's what I do here. This last topic here, though, uh, aside from, you know, it's not a not part two of what I talked about last topic. Again, as I stated before, make your own mind up. Do your own re. Uh, do your own research. Make your own mind up. I could have talked about this last week. I should have. It just wasn't on the list. Maybe I forgot to add this topic last week, and then for some reason, when I looked on my topics for this week, I saw this topic here. Nonetheless, it's still an important one that needs to be discussed, and I'm here talking about it here on the Ernest Thoughts Podcast, or share my thoughts about it. And that topic is the importance of patriarchy within the household, Right? What I mean by that is I don't mean like just men having rule over every single household and women not having freedoms. I don't mean just, you know, men benefiting from everything and women getting nothing. I don't mean that. What I mean is just the importance of having men in your life in general. And... Why this was important for last week's discussions was because I saw the pattern of what it was like to be involved with a woman who did not have any positive male figures or if any male figures in her life and how that affected not only her but her family members when I was around them. Because I'm a very observed, observant person. And I just make opinions and thoughts based off of things that I've seen and experienced. I've said that many times on this podcast before. When I say my thoughts, it's based off of experience and things that I've seen. Now, this is a woman who pretty much has, has all women in her family. You know? In her immediate family the ones that are down here in North Carolina they're primarily women uh, she has she she there's an aunt here the aunt is very very close to both her children her son and her daughter but the daughter is was more I was able to see the daughter now all the time but her daughter her cousin essentially but her aunt's daughter more so than the son she has two sisters she has a mother she has both a mother and a father but the father's not really in the life like that but she has two sisters a mother that she would frequent and when we were in a relationship we would go to their house you know and frequent that but i'd be the only grown adult male there literally the only men in this woman's life right now is a baby boy, which is her nephew, her nephew that's one years old, I think, about one years old at this point in time, and her, and I don't, I don't, I don't say this to be disrespectful. I'm just saying this because to paint the picture here, her amputee grandfather who is wheelchair bound, who has one foot. those are the men in her life or those are the males in her life a little baby boy who is one years old and a grandfather who is who has one foot and is amputated and is being taken care of by the older and other women within the family so there is no male authority figures from what I've seen in this family Had we continued being in this relationship, I probably would have been the only one. Or it could have been a situation where they tried to make me into someone who was, you know, not... I don't want to say beta because that kind of sounds corny. But someone who is not, you know, a man who isn't, you know, going to take charge, right? (laughs) I'm a... I'm gonna leave it at that. So, no matter what how, how many people say about that situation and stuff, I feel like I got out before shit got worse to be honest with you. I feel like I got out before shit got worse and yeah, looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, cuz that whole family was just And I and I and I'm not saying that a family with without women is totally fine either because you will have a family like my immediate family where because women have a more so nurturing nature because women are more so expressive with love and and just things of that nature you will have a household that isn't really open about feelings of love or isn't really open as much as we can be or should be about, you know, these things, right? Uh, and being emotional and just just uh expressing ourselves, our feelings and things of that nature. So I'm not saying at all simply because oh there's no man in in this household that the household is doomed and that means that if there were there were no women in the household or someone else's household that a household would be doomed or just fine without the women. Nah. You know, uh a lot of I guess one the toxic in quotation marks traits that I would attribute to myself as a man I would say is due to because and I did grow up with a mother in the house but it was because it was primarily surrounded by men a father especially who was in my life but he wasn't very again expressive when it came to not only his feelings, but just his feelings about uh, about us, right? You know, I've, I've landed myself in a lot of troubles not asking for help on things because I'm a man and men are supposed to take care of this on our own. We're supposed to take everything, have everything together, this, that, and the third. I went through all of that last week, right? And... I attribute that to again if there were more women in my family or at least uh, if I was around more women and they were to say hey you know it's okay to ask for help hey it's you know this that and And my mom was that but again you know you're not always listening to your mom especially when you're a boy I'm just gonna put it that way right so there's both sides there's there's an equal balance is what I'm saying here as to what people need but this isn't about that right now this is about specifically why men are needed within these households and I think that men being the more so logical individuals being more so of the doers rather than the complainers and sometimes not all the time sometimes being more emotionally sound meaning that we are able to appropriately maneuver our emotions and or or be able to decipher uh you know emotions with 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 you know when to be upset and when to take action things this that and the third right I think these are things that when women do these things very well, it's because that and I'm not and I'm not saying this is the case all the time. I and mean, that's what I, I think. Right. I think that is the case is because they had a male who were who was able to show them how to do that or they had men in their life to show them how they were able to maneuver that way. And the same goes for a man if he is very open with his his emotions and uh, you know he can express his his feelings and things right he can ask for help when he needs help comfortably and without feeling like a failure or whatever, because he had women in his life who made it made it seem made him feel okay enough to do these things right again, it's a balance in that but I was with a woman essentially who didn't wasn't really you know logically sound Um, and the women in her life to me didn't necessarily help out either and like I said had there been a positive male figure again her father wasn't in her life her father was just some alcoholic outcast to her uh, and just the rest of the fam and he was an alcoholic he chose alcohol over the family Um, And then, you know, he tried to get back into her life, you know, at certain points. But it was just, you know, I don't know what's going on. And it's none of my concern right now. You know, in fact, this probably will be one of the last times, unless something else comes up, hopefully not. Because I'm really just trying to move on from that situation. But this will be one of the last times, hopefully, that I even mention her or just talk about us and everything because like I said my thing is moving on moving forward I'm focusing on me now I'm not focusing on the past but again I think that this is an important conversation that needed to be had uh, and I wish I talked about it last week like I said but I just forgot to add it to the notes of last week therefore I'm covering it here in this episode whether I talked about it last week or this week's episode The point still stands. I still believe that... It is very important... For any household... Whether it's majority women... Majority men... uh, To have both... You know... A patriarch and a matriarch... But we need... This is about the importance of the patriarch... Because... Again... You will have a household... Full of... People... Whether it be men and women... But especially if there's women... Um... The majority of this household who if they're not logical beings, if they're not people who can think with their head and not with their emotions, right, which wasn't this family, everybody was emotionally sound, there's nothing wrong with being emotionally sound, but there's could be too emotional sound to the point where you're obviously making dumb decisions. You're obviously not thinking straight with your head. You're not thinking logically. And you're not doing so because there's nobody who naturally does that that can naturally show you how it's done or at least steer you in the right direction. You're going to other people who are making dumb emotional decisions and looking for guidance from them and getting into worse situations. Again, I'm not saying all women led households are this way. I'm not saying all majority women households are this way in general. Just like I wouldn't say that all majority men households or men led households are just a bunch of people who can think logically and, and, and you know, all this other stuff and make things happen. What I'm simply saying is we need to stop denying the uncomfortable truth that women and men are not as similar as we say they are. But that does not mean that one is more important than the other because there are important traits of a man and a woman that both men and women need in their life. And the sooner we realize these things, the sooner we talk about these things, the sooner we get comfortable with accepting the truth about these things, I think the better relations of any kind will happen. But, until we, but if we continue on this path of lying about ourselves, lying about the differences, um, not being there, lying about just everything else in general, or criminalizing, and when I mean criminalizing, I mean just uh, making one trait seem worse than the other, right? Uh, using criminalizing as, for lack of a better word. So it's just like criminalizing one trait and saying this is worse. It's, it's if if you have this trait as a man or a woman, you're a bad person compared to this man who has this trait compared to this woman who has this other trait, Right? Once we stop doing that, once we start to, again, do the other things that I believe that we should do, I think relationships, especially within families, will be healthier. And then you won't have people who are broken getting into relationships with other people. And then wanting those people to be part of their family, when their family is broken and their family needs a lot of work as well but that's just my thing this is somebody's going to listen to this and say this is anti-woman talk this is misogynistic i'm saying women are weak are the weaker sex i'm saying women cannot think for themselves I'm saying women are stupid and they don't know how to make decisions and they need a man to make a decision. All these things they're going to get from this. And if that's what you took away, (laughs) that is your takeaway. That's not my takeaway. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm simply saying is... There needs to be men and women in the household, and I think that both genders need to be respected. And also, what both people provide to the household is very important to the communication, to just everything, the upbringing of the children, um, and the overall environment of the household. But if you want to continue on the path of destruction, go, you, you do it on your side. Because over here, we're not doing that shit. That's pretty much what I'm saying. And that is what I got to say here. I don't want to go on for longer. That's all I got to say. And that is the end of this episode of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. I appreciate you for listening. If you listen to the entire episode or you just listen to one segment. um, If you listen to one segment and this is not the one segment, then obviously you're not hearing this right now. But... Thank you for listening In anyways. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you have something to say, you are very welcome, as always, to leave a comment on Instagram. Or send me a message on Instagram linked in the description box below, the official page of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. You are very welcome to leave a voice message as well. You can check that out. And share your thoughts. You have 60 seconds I believe. So make it quick. Um, But I believe you can make it quick. In that 60 seconds. Or you just want to give a word of encouragement. That would be great as well. If you want to support some other way. There are links in the description box below. My earnest thoughts podcast merch. Will be in the description box below. So show your pride to the world. That you are a listener. Of the earnest thoughts podcast. By getting yourself a t-shirt, a sweater, a mug, I believe there's tote bags, I'm going to add some stuff as well, some more merchandise stuff, Uh, you know, stickers and all that, yeah, I'm going to work on all of that, so, yeah, getting them out there, and show your pride, if you want to support monetarily, hit the link in the description box below, my PayPal will be down there, and as I stated before, I will try to remember to leave my Coinbase wallet down there. So if you want to send some cryptocurrency my way, um, you know, I got my favorites. But if you just want to send something, you know, you're like, this is going to work. Trust me. Yes, it's going to the moon. Ernest, you're going to want this. <laughs> just send it. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So go ahead and send whatever you feel as though you need to send. And um, yeah, the YouTube channel that I mentioned before, I will remember, I will try to remember to hopefully remember to leave it down there. Even if I forget upon for initially uploading this episode, I will, because it's probably going to pop up in my head anyways, it tends to do whenever I forget to post something in the description box below. It's going to pop up in my head sometime down the line after I upload. So I'll edit the show notes and then post that link down there. So always be looking into the description box. uh, Even after you've listened to the episode. Because there might be something new that was posted down there throughout the week. Um, If I tend to forget something. If there's nothing new posted, obviously, it's because I posted everything that I wanted to post down there. So... Check out what's in there. Share the episode. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not. And until next time, until next episode, also rate the podcast too. You can do so on Spotify now. So rate the podcast wherever you can rate the podcast. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter trans women matter black trans women matter black trans men matter black women matter black men matter and you matter whoever you are and i'm out peace